Good evening, ladies and gents, uh, kings, queens, things, everyone and everybody in between. I am the person brave enough to tell you that Madeline Albright is not all right. Leave from the D. <laughs> I am every single the, every, I am, excuse me, I am every single one of the heavy Negro size that Katanji Brown Johnson has had oh. to, Jackson have had to express in the past three days. If you've been watching in Supreme, oh, if you have watched in Supreme Court's hearings at least one oh. minute of any of them and had to see every single time that somebody, every single time a white man or a white passing man, yeah. uh, Cruz, has had to question her on her own resume and accomplishments. And every single time she has to say, she takes very deep breaths. <laughs> a very, that very black professional, I want to smack you, but I can't because the moment I do, y'all gonna call the police. Y'all right, I'm gonna be escorted out. But <laughs> I gotta be professional at the same time. I can't, as my grandmother would say, show my color because that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah, when the push when and pull Ted where Cruz, when Ted Cruz was asking her about that children's book. And she she said <laughs> and just never answered. Just she just takes an answer. That's who I am today. I am the 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 pride yet frustration of my ancestors. I am the pride of looking down at her, but I also understand the frustration and we I'm try having to, to be her, her in that here. moment. <laughs> yeah. Aaron from Aaron at NYC firmly of the D. That's who I am. <laughs> I am Frasier Crane's self-written radio show in entrance music. The beans and scrambled eggs? That episode where he brought in a hundred damn musicians to make an entrance song for his radio show. <laughs> I was thinking it's that, that coffee and beans and scrambled eggs. That used to be actually I used to that used to be my shit though. I used to like I was I was watching Frasier today when I was working and I happened to watch that episode and that episode was always so funny to me because he literally mm -hmm. brought in a whole ass orchestra and had a had Niall speaking to create an opening theme song for his radio show only for them to not even use it oh my god <laughs> they made a whole different one <laughs> and this is blacks like us y'all i'm sure this week has this week has been a um adventurous week i will say that and that is the least shall we get i know that we put a moratorium on this person, but I am lifting it momentarily just to say this. It is going right back once I finish. Kanye cannot call anybody a coon at any point in his oh. life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about Trey songs. <laughs> oh no, he hasn't, he hasn't said anything. I'm like, what do you do now? <laughs> no. But he cannot call anybody ever a coon with the antics that he is doing over this white lady in in public 
right now. You have now made three to four videos threatening to kill this white boy who just wants to eat his pizza rolls. You that have, really is it. Like, let's you be honest. are really causing a lot of scenes over this white woman. And just because someone disagreed with you, you threatened to kill them and called them a coon. And now all the other Negroids in the Negroid League who don't know how to fucking act it's talking about let's boycott the Grammys because Kanye can't perform. Fuck you and them and that white woman that got you acting stupid. Fuck all of y'all. Leave me the flying fuck alone. <laughs> I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah, he tried to pull that Lollapalooza. Was it Lollapalooza or is it the other one? Or Coachella. I don't even Coachella. He tried to pull that shit with Coachella. Like, well, if I don't get an apology, I'm not performing at Coachella. So get the fuck out of here. It's like the fuck niggas united because the game was talking and I was like nigga you need to get on whatever where did he come from you need to get on whatever stage of book you because you still owe that girl some money pay that girl he, for their money he's been up a lot lately like why are you here who invited because you to the party my he a better rapper than Eminem that is literally why anybody's talking to him but you you need to go get whoever a book you because you still owe that girl a whole lot of money in that sexual assault case I have not forgotten um, oh yeah, Tory Lanez out here talking. You shut up. You got your legal shit. You need to deal with. We don't want to hear from you either. You out here facing vehicular manslaughter charges, nigga. Go sit out somewhere. <laughs> fuck niggas united. Or at the like, I don't. I don't even. I don't give a fuck what's going on between him and his wife. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I do not give a flying fuck. I will say that if this was anybody but Kanye, y'all would be quick to say he's a weirdo and an abuser. But we're not gonna go there. But I just don't, just leave me alone. Like, I don't, even when I try not to hear it, it's in my fucking face. I want out of this group chat. I am done with this universe. Leave me alone. I've said everything I've had to say on Kanye, and I am good. So <laughs> I'm done with this nigga. And yeah, I'm sure we're gonna let sleeping dogs lie. I'm sure y'all are finished with this nigga as well. We have nothing else to say. So no, let's Because if you lay down with dogs, you end up with fleas. So there was this <laughs> Chef D. Don't know who he is. I'm assuming he cooks by his name. <laughs> I don't know who this who he is. But he posted. <laughs> A very close-up photo of what looks like a couch cushion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and wrote over it. It looked like it was in his stories. It said, two of my old hoes have a song coming out together. How cute. I hope I'm not in this one. Talking about Nicki Minaj and Lotto? No. Not Lotto. What's her name? Spoiler right. But also, no. Talking okay. about Lil Nas X and Santana. Oh, okay. Oh, we're getting a gay drama. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. of course. They hit the blinds because they was like, oh, Lil Nas X and Soft and Santana is this the... Now, because I mean, it was like, uh, somebody said that Lil Nas X confirmed that they dated at some point or another. Okay, I so have why not, the picture of the couch cushion? That's my I, I don't know. I was very confused as to why the couch cushion. But <laughs> like, is it supposed to be a shit stain on the couch cushion? Are you alluding to the girls painting you? Like what no, is it? No, it's literally just a gray couch cushion. And I maybe that's all that was close. 
maybe because you know sometimes when you do your stories you gotta like they won't let you just type you gotta <laughs> you gotta do the little if try I to get something creative. to make a background maybe he thought it was interesting maybe he was trying if to be creative I, were, I don't fucking know <laughs> is it, if I were to perhaps speculate so <laughs> knowing what you might knowing what you might use a couch cushion or a pillow for um so Lil Nas X confirmed in a in the New York Times wide-ranging magazine interview right before his first album came out that he is a bottom um now yeah. so, now Santana I will not speculate but if, but if I mean one were, can if one were to hazard a guess let's say i would look no can't honestly you can't even do that because twitter will tell you real quick that the fem girls be topping these big niggas bags it's like yo they get do. it which, which the I, future which, is feminine i surely will not deny that i am wondering if this chef personality so-and-so has used that couch cushion to prop both of them up since <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to just. Dr- I'm trying to like. Yeah, that's why I asked. Like, is this a thing about like painting? Like, did they shit on the couch cushion? Like, what happened? Did they shit on him? That's 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 what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. I'm just trying to, you know, if if it's one person claiming to have two people and one of them is saying they play this role, then I'm just. I am just trying to <laughs> process of elimination here. I and, and uh, again, I will not speculate on the person that has not confirmed. Or role that <laughs> nor am I nor am I limiting them to one particular role. Let's right. let's let's be clear on that. I am just be, partially being messy and also partially being investigated. So let's <laughs> so you know the blog, the internet blogs, of course, picked it up because mess, right? So he commented in one of them responding to somebody that said, motherfuckers always making shit about me. I be chilling. To which young Miami, because you know that's Santana's sister. No, she said something whole ass ignorant. She then jumped in and was like, D, nobody be talking about you. Stop being delusional. And then we tagged him. Oh my God, I love her. I love her when she's not being homophobic. And was like, I'm not. Motherfuckers always talking, 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 but but ain't worried about D. And then he later commented, was like, my page was hacked. I just got it back. No. <laughs> the gays, the girls are girling all over the internet. Hey, everybody is. It's just been insane. Everybody is. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I love a good, we talk about a lot of straight nigga foolishness. Some good gay mess. Was we don't get it all. <laughs> no, we don't get it often. Like mm-hmm. Frank Ocean has disappeared. Nobody's seen the hide nor hair of this nigga or, or his light-skinned boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So we don't get no mess. The only mess that we get is Billy Porter, and he is just a mess. There's a difference. He is exhausting. Tiresome. He is so exhausting. Tiresome. <laughs> he was just at the Critics' Choice Awards. I'm just like, sis, what is this outfit? What are we doing? What is happening here? What is this? I, like, why you I don't. What is this lineup? What is... <sighs> Like, who is designing? Who is making this shit for you? Because oh, I know this Ariel is, O'Hara exactly is a badass designer. Go to I her. Exactly who's making it? Who's you making it? The, you know I'll who tell the, you off. You know who the messiest black gay celebrity is? Who? Subject. Uh, oh boy, uh, Jeremy. Harris. Who? who the hell is that? He's the one that wrote uh, Slave Play. Oh God! <laughs> I'm back at that. slave play. I've heard that. 
Now she's been she's been a little quiet lately. I think because you he was she was also a um writer on Euphoria and Euphoria just ended. So she's mm-hmm. she's all oh, right. But no, she's a messy one. She's a I messy. Heard. One. <laughs> I I kind of want to start Euphoria. Like I've watched a couple of episodes and I, I said I was going to watch it, but it's like I have such limited time when the kids are in the bed. Mhm. And I'm usually high by the time they go to sleep that I just end up falling asleep my damn self. That's why I be watching shit like Frasier. I don't be having time. Oh my God. I watch it like literally if it's not something I'm watching for a podcast, I watch shit I've seen a million times because I don't, I just don't have time to get invested in shit new. There's two th- there are two things, there are two kind of triggers that I've heard other people discuss when watching Euphoria that I will caution anybody listening to that has not watched it. One is a lot because it does deal in the subject of addiction. Mm -hmm. It is highly warned that people who have have gone through addiction issues take great caution when watching it. Watching it, yeah. The other thing is like the the central character is a black woman, Zendaya. Yes, Um, and to watch that character go through addiction issues, a lot of black people may not want to see a black character go through that. We 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 will watch a white character go up and through everything and yeah. be yeah. like, oh, that's not gonna happen to me. But being that we have seen loved ones, close close friends, relatives, what have you, go through that themselves, but we don't always see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard other people say they will not watch the show because of that very issue. So there is a caution and there. From- what I understand, there's a sexual assault in the second season, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's something else to be mindful of. So I've watched uh, like a few, I've watched a few episodes just kind of sporadically, but somehow, some way, they ended up all being in at least a little bit of an order. So I was able to catch at least, you know, a good portion of the story. Mm-hmm. I, a part of it reminds me of 90210, except 90210 taken to like, the nth degree as far it's, as like salaciousness not and interpersonal bullshit. It's not yeah. So like any team show that you saw on a network without nudity and cussing and all that, take that and make it the HBO and throw some titties and dick in it. It's a lot of dick. Hell it's yeah. a lot of dick. So I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> this one was- <laughs> But True Blood was that same way though too. True Blood was a lot of dick. I didn't watch True Blood. It was cute. The first couple of seasons were actually pretty cute. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't had time to invest in shows in quite a while. So (laughs) there's a lot that I'm discovering now in the streaming, in the like heavy, heavy streaming era that I'm discovering. I'm only just now catching up and catching up and keeping up. There's one thing to catch up is another thing to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. The only show that I'm semi-current with is Abbott Elementary. Yep. And <laughs> Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Have we watched Bad Boys of LA yet? Not, not yet. <laughs> I have not, not yet. I, 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 I think the clips. first episode just came on. So it's yeah, time. I've seen it's clips time. of it, but I haven't watched it. I just saw one clip of, I couldn't tell who it was, but nigga had a chair. And where the money oh, reside, that was, was uh, in China. That was Jonathan, the hairstylist. Jonathan Wright. Is that who that was? Yeah, he threw a chair at 
he hit, I think it was somebody on Milan Christopher's team with a chair. You know, they don't fuck with each other. They've been not fuck with each other, though. See, this is, I'm going to tell you this, this is a bad look for everybody involved. Everybody involved. You know, the Everybody first lady involved. in there getting into fights with people. Plus, you know, the first oh, lady. Oh, Andrew Caldwell. The first lady in there cussing out the little boy who just trying to go where the money reside. Like, he's just. <laughs> so what was this thing with Andrew Caldwell where he's like, well, I'm not on the show and they're using me for publicity. It's like, wait a minute. I you're on know, the show, you stupid fuck. I thought he was on the show. Like, he was clearly getting makeup and stuff done. and was like, the filming with them. So I don't know. In the trailer. That's what I'm saying. Granted, like, I don't know it was like, about. It was like 20 dudes in the trailer. So you right, might it was so many of them. But, but he, he stands out in a way that like I recognize him immediately. Him, where the money reside in Milan. Uh, three he there are three out of the 17 or 18 of them that I knew exactly. And I know the white boy because he was on catfish twice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a white oh, there isn't white. The white boy who was be at least one. he was catfishing somebody, and then they talked about him so bad that he went and got a BBL, and then he was getting catfish. The second wait time. a minute, hold on. <laughs> Where's my phone? <laughs> who is the white boy on Bad Boys Club with the new BBL? William yeah. the Baddest. That's his name. William the Bat. Who is William the Baddest? <laughs> the musical artist? Apparently he's a rapper. I heard that. I heard he was a rapper. I've never heard this boy rap. I literally saw the first time he was on Catfish because he was catfishing somebody. And the girls was really coming for his body. And so when he went back on Catfish in this current season, this episode like just aired like a week or two ago. And he... Was somehow how he got the BBL done because people made him feel so bad about his body and all this other stuff. And yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Everything about this is it's giving it's giving a trashier version of chasing Trayton, excuse me, a trashier version of chasing Atlanta. It's giving that, a girls club with with boys, except they threw straight niggas in there to add to homophobia. It's chasing Atlanta, chasing Dallas with a budget. Now I do respect what those. No, girls not are. even a budget. I mean, because, <laughs> yo, because I'm gonna be honest. From the clips that I've seen, chasing like reality brand has better production. Yeah, especially this like current era season. Uh, five. I mean, all this is is Bad Girls Club. This is. But it's just Bad Girls so Club horrible. with half gay boys, half straight boys, so that you will have a healthy dose of homophobia because Natalie Nunn. I know. That's what I was like. I, I was like, okay, this is going to be all gay boys. Obviously, it has to be. Of course not. No. Because that'd be too. Oh in, my God, this nigga. And he's going Kirk Franklin's gay son for a healthy dose of trauma. So he is gay because I was confused yes. as to why Kirk Franklin. Is this the one that Kirk Franklin cussed out? No. Oh. This is the other one. Oh, <laughs> damn. They got Kirk Franklin has a lot of kids. Kirk Franklin be dragging every last one of his children on the yeah, internet. Kirk, Kirk Franklin gives me religious but not homophobic. If that makes he sense. said that him and his daddy don't talk because he gay. He did say that at some point. I don't even remember where I saw it. I, I wonder how much of that is I'm just trying to create a storyline. You know what I'm saying? You never like, can trust it. Once the girls get on the I wonder... Gotta, 
question everything they say. I wonder how much of it is actually it's like, yeah, I don't care about you being gay, but you're out here doing a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. it's like I wonder how much of it is related to like other actions and not the sexuality. Yeah. Because to, to a certain aspect of the culture. I mean, because Kirk Franklin himself, he has a documented and he he has talked about this, his own addiction to pornography. Like yeah. straight pornography, yes. But he is in no position. I thought he was gay for ages. No shade. That's not even Clerkin. That's not even Clerkin. No, yeah. he's still oh, oh, oh. <laughs> But you, I just I really thought Kirk like Franklin had a boyfriend in these streets. Until I saw him with his wife, I was confused. Like, <laughs> I thought Kirk Franklin gives me now. I'll say this based on my own experience. It, there, the, if you look at parents or black people in general, Kirk Franklin's age. They, they are literally half and half. They are literally yeah. half like homophobic, get out my house, I'm not going to talk to you, I'm going to judge you, I'm going to do this. Or they are just accepting of it with varying levels of acceptance. It's just, it's literally half and half. It's either like you do or you don't. I find, yeah. I find that there are more and more gradually more people in that generation of Black people that are more accepting of it. It may take them time to kind of understand the nuances and stuff like that. But I feel like it's like 60, 40 at this point. It's like 60% accepting, 40% like, get the fuck out of my house. I'm not going to talk. Yeah. Right. Those, those are the people that are just happy that their child's not a crackhead. <laughs> that it's really that. is what it's a it lot is. Of that. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of like, it's a lot of like, <laughs> get nobody pregnant when you were 16. It's a lot of <laughs> that <too. laughs> there's a lot of negotiations and some compromise like i said it's, it's never it's never going to be 100 perfect but i think it also kind of takes a little bit of like understanding our community right it's just like mm, it's a little bit of give and take but yeah you know that's where kirk franklin gives me kirk like i said religious yes probably a little bit of compromise yes but completely homophobic he does not give me that yeah, I didn't get completely homophobic. But when his other son was out here talking about how he was just cussing him out and all this other stuff, I still was like, mm, feel like there's more to that. It just I don't know, because he did just recently drag his two daughters for no reason. <laughs> and that's what and that's 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 probably part of it too. It's just like, okay. Maybe he just has a real problem with his children. That could be he has a social media problem. <laughs> that is a thing it's like you too old and you have too much access to money to be out here arguing with your children over Al Gore's internet over ones and zeros that's my that's always my thing why do I have to be a part Mm -mm. I'm I'm gonna try and watch it um I go back and forth because I'm I was I was like okay this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting like this might be fun and I just feel like, no, I feel like it's not. So I feel like it looks like yes, but it's really a no. So we got into, I started watching Jocelyn's Cabaret because we were talking about it when the first season was on. And I was like, I need to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But then I watched it. I watched- <laughs> Who you coughing at, bitch? <laughs> we'll never get over that. I was How you gonna run up on a bitch because her throat is dry? So I just, I had it on when I was like working and I was like, this shit is insanity. So when, 
<laughs> when I saw a clip, I didn't even know the second season had started because Zeus, like, I don't, I, I have a Zeus subscription because I was like, I'll support the black um whatever. Cause this before I got it before I knew what the fuck they content was. Bitch, all Kim ain't blood. This just it. I got the subscription when I only knew it was a black-owned streaming service. I did not know their content. <laughs> and then at since then it's just when I kept forgetting to cancel it. <laughs> That's kind of what it is, because it's only like two dollars and I don't notice it. And then I'm like, oh fuck, I still have Zeus. Like it's <laughs> I just don't, I don't think about it. So <laughs> I was doing research for this show, actually. <laughs> and I happened to stumble across the clip where they were in the van. There's about 12 people who don't get this because they saw it. But outside of that, nobody's going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. They were in the van going to the house. They, the van, Some van had just picked all these girls up from the airport. They had them all in the van together. And... The one girl like had her whole titties out. Like she had on pasties and no top. Cause she just got her titties done and she was showing everybody. So some girl in the back was like, matter of fact, the girl, we'll get there. In the back was like, you call them parents in London. They look like Cook County. And I screamed. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's why I started watching. Cause I was like, I need to see. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, don't nobody read like don't nobody read like a person who's been through trauma and had to survive to make ends meet. I I, I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want to watch it, but also the other shit that happens over on Zeus makes me massively uncomfortable. I'm like, we're still making jokes about this. Only right. thing I've watched on like I've I watched a couple of the conversations because I know at this point they're just foolishness. Like they're not, you know what I'm saying. It's just nonsense. Like you, I watched the, the first one, one like, no shade. Ray J and Princess one. That was good. I watched that one because I was like, okay, I see what they're trying to do with this. Yeah, and then it turned into. Versus. And then they <laughs> rolling Ray. And oh my god, bitch! I still have to see that. I still uh, want to see that. When that nigga said, I died and came back, and you still not that girl. <laughs> Is he on this? Who? Aaron. Aaron. There's a certain level of liability that having him on set would cause. <laughs> there, there are like 25 dudes There's so on many this. people so on this fucking show. I, I don't know who's all on there. At, at this point, any dude that is even marginally famous Aaron. and is queer somewhere on the spectrum is on this show. Therefore, <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know who's on this. <laughs> they would roll him. They would roll Ray right to the water. If you watch the trailer, it was just so many. Yeah, every time I saw a scene, it's a nigga I didn't see before. I'm like, who the fuck is all on this show? That's why I'm just like, I didn't retain that in my memory. Like, and if part of me is just like, I normalize the fact that Roller Ray, yes, he uses a real chair. So that's like, I just, I just didn't even think, think about eat. it. They yeah. would push him because they water. literally had like 30 dudes coming out these so hands. <laughs> they would just roll him out the house and lock the door. <laughs> 
like Roland Ray, that is a liability. He has there's no way for him to defend himself physically against these niggas. When I and say they throw that is in the chairs, cast photo I have ever seen. You can't even like you can't even see anybody's faces in the cast photo because it's so many goddamn people. Like who all is actually everybody who all is on bad boys on zoo full cast. I'm, I'm the type of person like if you don't have a Wikipedia page, then I I I don't know you like, <laughs> like you know I mean, no like, shade. if you if you don't have like something that I can like refer to or just like if I got to like Google and go to, like five pages to figure yeah, out if I got to do a lot I just don't yeah know. like so a lot of these people I know from the comment section of these internet blogs like when I tell you I literally only I know Milan Christopher for two things fucking that nigga who had a girlfriend and being in the comment section of the blogs I do not know what he does that really is it. No shade. That really Most is Most of it. these people I know for being in the comment section on these blogs. Yeah. And being and being involved in truly, really, truly nothing but mess. Except for except for uh I think it's uh where the money resides. I think his name is like Relly B. It's yeah, except yeah. for him, and that's just because he's got here living life enjoying himself. Yeah. Uh, because he is kind of cute. But um, no shade. I was thinking the same thing. It's like we're staying in the universe. universe for a little while longer. We got to stay in the mess. Jocelyn Hernandez. (laughs) What do you do? He does. Jocelyn Hernandez is finding herself in a world of trouble. So is this about the the supposed lawsuit? Her kicking her kicking a girl in the yesterday. Let's get Mortal Kombat. They was filming the reunion for the thing. Okay, so you have not watched the show, but I have, so I can give context. So this girl Amber, that is the one who told the girl her titties look like Cook County. That is the same. Okay. So (laughs) her and Jocelyn's beef started. (laughs) There was something with the hairstylist. One of the girls called the hairstylist to tell the hairstylist, he needs to mind his business. Jocelyn got pissed and started throwing apple slices at that girl. <laughs> Literally throwing apple slices at this child. So then she turns to the girl Amber and say, well, why did you say anything to him for him to even have anything to say? Why are you telling him what's going on in here? So she like she goes to walk up on Jocelyn and like she touches Jocelyn's arm. Jocelyn pushed her hard as fuck. Said, don't touch me, bitch. Well, I don't know you like that. So they kind of got into it from there. So of course she Jocelyn put out the house, whatever, whatever. This carries uh-huh. the reunion. And now granted the reunion has not aired yet. So we only know from what is being said. Apparently, at some point in the reunion, they get into a physical altercation from what at least four of the girls who were part of the cast had said is Amber was whooping Jocelyn's ass. Then Jocelyn kicked her in the ribs, and that's when Ballistic hit, like, yanked Amber by her hair and, like, pulled some of her hair out. She did go live from the hospital with another one of the girls. I think we talked about some of this last week. Yeah. Um, so there's all that. Well, now there's like statements, like press releases, right? <laughs> I know it looks like I have like a coke problem. I have a sinus problem right now. <laughs> I 
keep touching my nose. It's like I have a heavy coat problem. It's my sinuses are wild right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, so this Zeus put out a statement talking about how they don't condone bullying and all that other bullshit they always say. And it's like your whole network is built on bullying and violence. Sure. Right. Like, oh, we don't condone it. We just commodify it. We just make money off of it, yes. So this is this is the statement from Jocelyn and Ballistic, which it is something to note that Ballistic is spelled wrong. And I don't know if this is how he actually like spells his name, but either way it goes, it's not how you spell the word Ballistic. Sorry for you. But <laughs> this is their statement that we know that neither one of these niggas right. Because she was saying choreography wrong for a full fucking season of that damn show. So we know they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are deeply saddened by the accusations made against our family at the Jocelyn's Cabaret reunion. We would like to thank our fans for their continued support. Jocelyn is the mother of a five-year-old and would never take action to jeopardize her family. Jocelyn's Cabaret was created on the foundation of female empowerment. (laughs) What? what I'm sorry that tickles me every time I read it because it's like bitch what like you talk to these girls like they're your prostitutes like girl man okay <laughs> one of our program's core values is supporting women not breaking them down while we support Zeus Network and his message in condemning bullying unprovoked violence and men attacking women We strongly disagree with the correlation between these themes and the events that took place last night. There is footage of the events and we are confident that our position is made obvious. At a time when social media narratives easily get misconstrued, we believe our family's response is being silenced by the facilitated deletion of both Jocelyn's Instagram and Facebook accounts. Her Instagram's deleted? I don't know. I, I didn't check. I don't care. But let's pull over, right? Um, I don't think Facebook or Instagram is deleting your accounts for this. I have to say. I want to say the I'm betting your team and probably not to the knowledge of whoever wrote this statement, but somebody close to you deleted that account because your ass was on Twitter talking about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> right. How you kicked one hoe into next week and all this other book, like literally admitting to assaulting these girls and then turn around and say, oh, bitch, you signed a contract to be on the TV show, so you can't sue nobody, you dumb bitch. It's like, eh, that's not how lawsuits work. That's not how that works. That's you, not how that contract works. of all people, should know that as you got sued by Benzino and that girl he was with because y'all in that coke field rage rushed them. <laughs> No, she's just upset because she, she. I think she tried to sue Mona and it didn't work out. Yeah. So in her mind, <laughs> because of that, it obviously could never happen. Yes. It's, there's a lot of, and like the girl, then that, the one girl, who that little stud um, that was on Love and Hip Hop, what's her name? Melissa. She what the hell is she doing? She done popped her ass up in the chat, and this is what she said. Oh, because they're friends. I was there. It's so tough being in this space, girl. Nobody's actually no one asked you in the room. Nobody asked you to come into the room. Accusers and victims are two different species, girl. What? 
Can't wait to watch all these people delete their comments and apologize. But for now, ballistic, keep your head up. We will laugh about this later, man. But still won't be funny because victims are so important and accusers make it so fucking messed up for those really needing support. First of all, Melissa, the fuck are you talking about? Melissa doesn't know. That's the thing is Melissa doesn't know. And Melissa shouldn't have spoken. Like what no one asked her to about? speak. This has nothing and the to thing do with is, her. It's like, if you were there, you were probably backstage, which means there's a good chance you didn't see everything that happened. And I'm more inclined, as I watched the reunion from season one and saw how Ballistic tried to get to that girl on season one, I'm inclined to believe that he did yank that girl's hair. Also, too, Melissa, you have nothing to do with this show. You're not out there shaking your puss. Don't nobody want to see your fupa and that Detroit ponytail pulled back and that oversized fucking men's blazer? Girl, stop. I mean... Bitches wearing New York and company and can't even look decent. Go sit down somewhere. Not New York and company. <laughs> she looked like a stud that went to New York and company, got everything a size too big. I'm just... You know, she do. I just, I just feel like we didn't need you to pop in. You could privately support your friends, because the thing is, do, do I believe everybody was fighting hell? Fuck yeah, this is Jocelyn's cabaret. Of course, all y'all was. Fighting. It's the whole point of the show. It's ass titties and fights. Do I also know that Jocelyn has a habit of unprovokedly attacking these girls? Yes, we saw it on the first reunion. We saw, we saw her it in the show shit with these girl at these girls and <clears throat> talking to them like she they fucking pimp. Once again, we saw her walk up on a girl because a bitch's throat was dry and she coughed. It said, "Who you a natural yes. human reaction?" Walked up for her and said, "Who you coughing at, bitch?" Right, right. I'm just parched. Yeah, like it's. I mean. That's the whole point of the show. It is. that That's literally why. So, and we and what also, are we empowering women to do? Yeah, you're not empowering nobody to do shit. You're empowering oh. kids. Like, stop saying that. Because we uh. also, this is the same woman that we watch year after year on Love & Hip Hop unprovokedly attack people. Yeah, on camera and off camera. Right. We until Tommy came this. along. And then... Of course. Well, no, Tommy, then she tried to run Tommy. No, did Tommy try and run her over? She tried to run Tommy over, but Tommy jumped okay. into the chat and she talked about how, you know, Jocelyn know who to try that with because she ain't had that same energy when she was caught, when she was filing lawsuits on her. Yeah. And then Jocelyn was like, I ain't got time for drunk bitches that don't make me no money, blah, blah, blah. And so, so Tommy responds, I don't condone violence or bullying. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I just wish Tommy, Tommy was, Tommy literally was a force on television. And I just wish she'd get her shit together. If she could get it together enough that she wasn't so unpredictable, she could she could do things on television because she did really do shit because she's, she's funny as fuck. just too unpredictable yeah i mean i guess that's also part of the reason why we like tommy too was her unpredictable nature when she was fighting that nigga then bust out crying because he was trying to leave i said oh this yeah. is unstable <laughs> well then you can 
never mind. I'm not going to get into that. That's okay. Moving on. So, <laughs> in the world of lesbians, apparently Mimi and Ty are broken up again. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Mimi Faust, 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 how have you said last name? And Ty Young. She's been like a lesbian. What do you mean? Was she always a lesbian? I thought she was. I mean, kind of. She was a secret one. Yeah, she was out there messing with Stevie J, and then and uh, and Jocelyn. Apparently, they did Nico, a three-way. Like, Stevie J, her, Stevie, and Jocelyn had their thing, and then I'm not gonna look yeah. on their journey self discovery, but I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, she's been with women since her sex tape. <laughs> yeah, but Except for uh, that one trans dude. Yeah, that was confusing. More because it's like, it's very clear you're not wholly comfortable with yourself. So why would you agree to come on television? They seem comfortable with themselves to me. No, no, no. I just didn't like the very blatant transphobia. I couldn't tell. Especially from Arian. It's like, bitch, you yeah, are a dagger. Why are you yeah. doing this? Yeah, but they just never seemed comfortable. On, I don't know if it was like not comfortable in the situation i.e. having to deal with Stevie or not comfortable on television. Something just always seemed off there. I I know, okay, I know what you mean. I feel like it's more so just like the TV aspect of it. Yeah, and that's what I just don't get why, whatever, doesn't matter. So her and Ty were together and engaged, then they broke up, and then on her birthday they got re-engaged, and then according to the internet blogs, because I don't be keeping up like that, 65 days later, Ty was seen with some other woman. Ty said she was single. Mimi was on that show with Claudia and them over there being messy. So I know the fuck she wasn't, but she is now. Like, it's, you know. She <laughs> went over to cocktails with old crows. Oh, yeah, that's where Claudia Jordan is. Yeah, I think so. With Lisa Ray of Vivica Fox. The place, the only place on the internet where old black women get the capability to be both classist and homophobic at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then both her and Ty out here posting them lesbian inspirational quotes, you know. Sometimes it takes falling to see who really got your back and <laughs> you learn more in the dark than you ever will in the light. You know all them bird quotes that niggas post when yeah. feeling hurt. I also know yeah, this is just, bird just the and... gays. Like, this is just what we do. Like, it's fine. Yeah, they're going to be, be together back. in two weeks. They're going to be back. It is. Weird. Yeah. Like, it's... So, Royce Reed. Oh, I am so glad. I meant to look this up. I was so, like, wait. All right. What? I'm going to start here. I did. I do know the allegations against her son. I am not going into detail because they are quite disturbing. Um, but she was. She did turn herself in for child endangerment on child endangerment charges. It stems from the fact that because of a prior situation, her son is not allowed to be around any any person who's 12 years old or younger and apparently her boyfriend's new son her boy her new boyfriend's son is 12 and there was an incident that happened 
between these two boys that I'm not going to go into because it is a lot. And I really hope that child gets the help that he needs. But because of that, she had to turn herself in. I know the blogs ran with child neglect. Like she was just out here leaving her baby and going off to go party and shit like that. But that's not what it was. It was, it was strictly because of the living situation, right? But it's, and that's a lot with that situation. And I really hope that, and like for me, I wouldn't have, been comfortable having my new partner bring their child over without making these type of accommodations knowing the situations that my child are already in and have and you know everything else but that's just me I'm not saying put your kid out your house see a new nigga's boyfriend come over but you know you make the accommodation maybe don't have the new boyfriend son in the house right away you know you figure stuff out but I do hope that her child gets the counseling that he needs because these allegations are actually quite disturbing. Oh, are well. You <laughs> um, I have a little bit of it. Um, I wasn't, I don't want to, I wasn't going to actually talk about the actual charges against no, the I'm child. One, because it is a child. No, I don't want to do Because they are, they do make my stomach turn. Um, I would just say that if this, um, let's just say because of the actions that the son has taken for whatever reason, um, you are, there's now a certain level of responsibility that's been placed onto your life. That is a legal responsibility. And unfortunately, mistakes were made in this situation. And yeah, no, I mean, yeah. damn. Yeah, I'm it not going to say no. unfit mother. I'm just going to say that it was poor Mistakes planning. It, they, yeah. um, it was some poor planning happening and it was definitely like, I don't, I think part of this is like not wanting to necessarily acknowledge that your child may have a problem. I'm not getting to any of that. I'm just going to oh, say I'm, this. I'm, I'm I know that Shawnee O'Neal and Evelyn Lozada and Jen and, and what was her name? Gloria? Louisa? Gloria. <laughs> Gloria? Yeah, Gloria. I'm, I know these bitches sitting there all chagrinning and bullshit to this. Yeah, the, no, I'm not, the thing about it is I'm not putting it's like I understand why the legal fault falls on Royce, right? Yeah. But I myself am not passing any judgment on her as a parent or anything. Because I one, I've never been in that situation. And two, I don't know what the circumstances are. I don't know what was what, you know, I don't, I don't know. And so I can't, I can't, because it doesn't sound like she, from everything I've seen, it doesn't sound like she's like outright neglecting her no. children. It sounds like it didn't it sound like, like she was like. It sounds like there was a, it was poor planning is what it sounds yeah. like. Poor planning because of the other situations has major consequences. I do hope that this child, both children involved, get all the therapy and help that they need though. Yeah. Because um, it's quite disturbing. Uh, I see this bitch. She just needs not to, people don't need to respond on Twitter. People, yeah. Uh, 
You yeah. need a, a good publicist and a good lawyer. Yeah. A decent publicist and a and a good lawyer. Or at least just the capability to shut the fuck up and a good lawyer. Yeah. That's you don't need to really be responding to, to any of this online. Yeah, and yeah. It's it's just that's what a lot of celebrities need. Is OG basketball wives on Hulu? I think so. It's yes, somewhere. I'm, I saw yeah. it somewhere. I don't remember. I mean, at this point, it's probably somewhere. Nigga, I don't know what I'm doing later. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna simultaneously look it up. <laughs> well, I got my Roku remote in my hand. <laughs> so, Maury Povich is officially ending. Yeah, yeah. show is going off of the air Thank after God. thirty no. years. It is over thirty fucking years. Thirty one. Yeah. Thirty one years. Let me <laughs> tell you about Maury Povich. I looked his age up. You know that man is 80 years old? Yes. And regardless of what we feel about the show, the one thing that I picked up on about that whole situation is he was trying to retire for a long time now. He was. And they kept they kept saying, like, oh, no, we want to renew the contract. We want to renew the contract. He's like, okay, okay, okay. That man, let, let that man rest. Let that man rest. <laughs> I, I am a huge proponent, and yes, he is a white man whatever but i'm a huge proponent of if you have if you have served your time and you have contributed to the culture and you have given us something and i want to take a break let me take a break people talking about like oh he should have been like been off the air blah 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 that man has been trying to get off the air (laughs) he's been trying he's like i work with you niggas it's not my fault I'm contractually obligated. Shit, how you think Once I'm Once he got feel? to the point that he had enough money that he could not work, even though his wife can't work no more, he... Oh, yeah, I forgot about Ju- Julie Chung. you know, Connie Chung ruined her fucking career. Connie Chung, that's who it is. Yeah. Julie Chin is married to a different woman. When we were kids, when we were kids, you couldn't turn on the TV without seeing Connie Chung. But... And then she put, and then she did that fuck ass story and ruined all her credibility. All right, Connie so... Is- that- Pardon the interruption. Basketball wise, <laughs> you can get that on BET. You can get that on BET Plus, and you can get that on Paramount Plus. I said you can get it on Paramount Plus. Oh, I it's a VH1 show. Yeah. Now I you can't can get it on Amazon Prime, but you got to pay a now ninety nine per. Episode. Amazon Prime is like Prime Video is not worth watching anything except for what they produce. Like anything no. else they show you is like not even worth it. The only thing, the only thing I use Amazon Prime for is to buy those like old movies, especially like John Waters movies that aren't streaming anywhere. Yeah, they do have a bunch. Because I watched like, really Serial Mom the other day because he hadn't seen it, so we watched it for the first time. He watched it. For the first time. I've seen it a million times. It gets interesting. So season one through seven of Basketball Wives is on Paramount Plus. Yeah, season eight. I'm about to say something that's not one there. They had it's like a contract thing. They were already on or something. Yeah, they're on VH1 and not Paramount Plus. So okay, some of those later seasons, like the season where Malaysia threw the table at Jennifer, like we were talking about earlier, I actually own that one. And now, because that was a really good season. I think, I think I that might. was Tammy's last season. That and was not a whole. I might have flat. that season too, actually. Now, regardless, regardless of the season, the whole series is on Amazon Prime but you got to purchase each individual episode. Oh, that's whack. Yeah. That's a scam. But, 
the majority of the series is on Paramount Plus. And well, get you through. You let can me, relive uh, some of the best moments. Let me go on and uh, kick up this, kick up this uh, uh, Paramount Plus and help us read out with some residuals. You know, I, I, it's been it's been a few talks around like streaming and how many channels, and it's basically like the same the same amount I was paying for cable five years. It ago. is. You know, it truly is. Like I I do not appreciate the fact that I am being nickel and dimed into the same place I was five years ago. Uh-huh. I, I have Peacock. I have Netflix, I have HBO Max, I have Amazon Prime, I have Apple TV, and I got like two more I can't even think of right now. I, I, I'm done. Like, I cannot. <laughs> like, yeah. I Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus. Like, all I have shit. all the girls. Yeah, it's I'm all cable. <laughs> I, I'm I ended up with I have all the girls and I'm done. One of one of my one of my siblings, one of my brothers, was talking to me about uh, the Proud Family on Disney Plus. I'm just like, give me the login because I can't. I can't. Get, <laughs> get me with that login because I've been watching the Proud Family. It's good. I've been watching it. <laughs> but I, I can't do. I, like I, I cannot do another one at this point in my life. Like I just can't. It's just too much. It's too much. Oh, like, and we have ESPN and because it's like bundled, the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN are all bundled together. That's the other thing I got. Hulu, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, yeah. Apple Music. Now that, that's the one thing I'm never giving up YouTube Premium because it'd be too many no, things. Honestly, same. I, that's the only reason I why I keep say, my YouTube. It's so much. I'll be up at three in the morning, like. Let me look up this movie I haven't seen in 20 years. YouTube probably can't. It has it, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, you know I'm not trying to watch that movie yeah. with commercials. So <laughs> I ended up all those movies that I haven't it's seen. Bad, bad, time, mad, mad I go world. to Hulu first because you know Hulu's movie library is like from 1983. I go to Hulu first, and then if they don't have it, I go to Amazon Prime. I I never think to go to YouTube. <laughs> And even Amazon Prime is kind of a scam because this is like Amazon Prime. If Amazon Prime probably got something that you can get somewhere else, but what you really want to see, like I need to see this one thing I haven't seen in a long, long time. $3.99, $4.99, $5.99. Yeah. Like, damn, like I, I'm I'm tired. I cannot, like, I am just stressed out. It keeps me up at night because I, I do my budget literally. It keeps time. you like, up at night. I'm just like, well, damn, I can't get rid of this because I need to see this, but I can't get rid of this because I need to see this. Like, I, I it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I can't. I, I will can't. say the only yeah, for, like, for me. Every time, especially with the black shows, like, I really wish, like, I, I, I we need segregation back when it comes to the streaming services. Nigga, what? We need segregation for the black TV shows because I want all of the black TV shows in one place. I want uh, uh, a power, all fifty versions of power, all of that. <laughs> I need, I need power, Abbott Elementary, Bel Air, all the Netflix black shit, all the CW black shit. I need all of that in one place. We need to segregate. We need to color only all the black TV shows into one streaming service. BET or whatever, because I'm tired of paying like 10 different s- subscriptions to get 10. I appreciate the fact that it's a bunch of black shows on the different on different channels, but I need all that shit in one place. Like I need it all in one place. I don't care how much it costs. I'll give y'all a hundred dollars a month. I'll give y'all ten dollars a month. But 
I'm tired of nickel and diamond in my way to all the black TV shows because now everybody wants diversity. Everybody wants a black TV show on every network, but all the good shit is on five different platforms. I can't do this anymore. I literally can't. I'm at the end of my rope. I can't. If I didn't have Amazon Prime for my deliveries, I definitely wouldn't have Prime Video. So that's the, here's that's something. That's the, that's the only thing keeping me with <laughs> deliveries. Like, I might as well just watch whatever they got. I'm saying, put all the black shit on another channel so I can yeah. I, I can free myself free myself from the shackles of Amazon. <laughs> so, so secretly, so, all right. This is about to be a look into my psyche, but follow me because I'm high and halfway through this bottle of wine. So I literally only put Prime Video on my television so I could watch the Looney Tunes show. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> So there is always the workaround of, and this is what I tend to do more often than not. Not the one, two, three. I tend to just go to YouTube and like, if it's a show or a season that I want, I just buy it. See, that's just it. The Looney Tunes show and the full, because the series is only two or three seasons. It didn't last as long as it should have. I think it should last a whole lot longer, but you know, (laughs) network change formats. So there we are. Because it's not like, Looney Tunes, like when we were kids, it's the one where it's like a sitcom. Yeah, I've seen it. So that's the one that I watch all the time because it's very funny to me. But yeah, all that Cartoon Network shit is on. But because of kind of the way it ended, a lot of the episodes are not on YouTube. At least they weren't last time I looked. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, well, fuck it, I gotta get it on Amazon Prime. So now I just watch it at random. And my little one likes it too. It's our break from Paw Patrol. Oh god. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, I tend to like if if there's a season of something airing, especially like if something is actually airing. Like I just bought I, I typically buy every every year every season of Drag Race because they still have that available for purchase of on YouTube. Um and that helps to kind of cut down on like some streaming costs, but it also depends on if these people upload it to YouTube. Most people do, some people don't. But yeah, I'm not getting rid of YouTube Prime. <laughs> Premium, excuse no, me. Yeah, no, I can't get. That's the one thing I will not let go of. All the rest of these, though, all the rest of these, though, like is is literally only one thing I'm watching on Peacock right now, and that's Bel Air. Is one thing I'm watching on Netflix right now, and that's Girlfriends reruns. It's just like, but if I get rid of one or the or something else, then I'm gonna lose like track of of everything. And I, you know what? No shade, nigga. Just buy, like seriously, just go online and buy the box set. Could, well, you know, Bel Air is still the original. No, you know. yeah, Bel Air is still airing. I mean, like, girlfriends just buy the box set. But that's the thing about Netflix is just like you never know what might pop up on Netflix. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> fuck these streaming service, but how they entertain me so well. The only, honestly, the only reason we have Netflix is so my kids can watch their shows. So it's Gabby's Dollhouse, Nailed It, or That Girl, Lele. I was watching... Netflix um, is Hulu is you know what I was watching the other day? I was watching um, Is It Cake? Where it is the Nigga, dumb, no. It is the dumbest show you could ever think So the of. only reason I wanted to watch it is because a girl that I, I was gonna, that I, that I set up to order a cake from is on that show. Like her cakes are on that show. My friend and I, my friend and I, well, my well, platonic friend, let's let's be clear, but my friend and I in college, we had watched the Michigan State game and the game went off 
And we were like, what are we going to do now? And he turned on Netflix and let this it. That was the first thing that popped up. <laughs> is it cake? When I was saying that was the dumbest shit, but I would we were so into it. Like, this is this is why neither one of us or nobody really that has Netflix can give it up. Because they always come up with some super dumb shit. Yeah. You'd be thinking, like, why the fuck am I watching this? But then like two, three episodes later, you'd be like, mm, I'm not gonna get it. The circle, Thor's lava, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I actually recently just started watching. I don't know if it's if it was just like a special or what. Apparently, Fox has this thing called Domino Masters, and I am enthralled. And it is a domino competition, not the game. We're Wait, talking about like toppling, like building and um, creating. Oh, one of those, like one of those, like you knock down one and it goes in a. Yeah. So not like dominoes. No, they're... not niggas playing dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't niggas. It ain't niggas with steel reserve playing dominoes. Because I would watch that black people and Latinos like come together on dominoes. I would just. I don't even need to see their strategy or whatever. I would just watch four people in a row like. Dominoes. There are a surprising <laughs> number of people of color. There's at least like two teams that are of color. One team is an all black team with two gay dudes and a woman. And the other one is a team with a black woman, a black man, and what I'm assuming is an Asian man. That's good for them. I want to see people playing dominoes. Oh, actually playing dominoes. (laughs) Oh, nigga, no. (laughs) Fox can't do that. Please. That has so many censorship issues with that shit. I'm actually surprised that there is no competitive, like, actually playing dominoes because there's poker. But this shit, this shit is pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. No, what's think... going up? Hmm. No, go ahead, continue. Oh, what else is going on? There's, there's a lot of shit with Megan Thee Stallion and her label. She's been trying to get off of. This is uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Baby Daddy, right? Yeah, they going. Uh, they uh, calling the cokeheads. And... They're calling each other cokeheads. So, all right. <laughs> so there would he. All right, let me go to the beginning and get the whole thing for you because it's a lot. It, it's a ton. His name is like something Crawford, isn't it? Carl Clifford. Crawford. Okay, there we go. So he filed a suit against her saying that she still owes 1501 an album. Um she said that what? Okay, whatever. Uh, here it is. So he said that that something for the hotties didn't count as an album, so she still owed them an album. Why wouldn't that count as being an album? This is what he said. He said, stop playing the victim. And then he added her. You haven't paid for one show since 2019, hiding behind Rock Nation. You can keep that bullshit-ass mixtape and send over the straight drop whenever you're ready. I don't... I thought something for the hotties was an album, but he He's said... He's classifying it as a mixtape? That's what he's saying. Yeah. No, but that's it, what I mean. I don't know. Whatever. So then this is her response. 
First, the man over my label said I don't make him any money. Now he countersuing trying to keep me on his label because he want to make more money. If I ain't making you no money, why not just drop me? Let me go, greedy ass man. My lawyers asked him for an expense report. Money 1501 supposedly is spent on me. Why does grown ass man put his jewelry and chains on there? Lord, free me from this joke ass label. Uh. I choose not to say anything back about court and address shit online, but I'm getting tired of being painted as the bad guy. I think this is supposed to say 24-7, but it's written weird. The last girl on 1501 mad at this man too, which is true. There is another female artist claiming all the same shit about him. Who is this other girl? Um, Ty something or other. Okay. I can't remember her name, but he had like she was she can't he like kind of put her out to beef with Megan Thee Stallion, but now she has all the same issues, and I think Erica Banks is saying a lot of the same shit too. So then this is she kept going, Carl. I don't want to be signed to your pill popping ass. You talking about (laughs) I for a show and you sound slow. I'm the artist. I don't pay you directly. Maybe fight the man you signed to, and you might see some money. You fucking powder head hiding behind Jay Prince. Damn. All right, Megan. Carl, you got a whole contact with 300 and still talking shit to me like I ain't got your like I got your fucking money. You're attacking me why? Because you want to be famous, not rich. Ask Kevin Lyles where your money is, stupid. Did she tag Kevin Lyles? <laughs> she didn't. Oh. And then he came back and he said um what he say? Here he is. Hey, y'all believe in that bullshit. All y'all want to. I ain't got Twitter fingers, so I'm not about to type shit all day. But you type it. All right. But I you prom- started this, nigga. <laughs> but I promise everything said about me about that matter is a lie. The whole truth will be out soon enough. Defamation claim on the way. This all coming from a bona fide alcoholic who fucking the whole industry, including her best friends, nigga. Now, I just have a question. How you gonna say you about to sue her for defamation and then proceed to defame her? I I, I also have a question. Uh-huh. Don't you have a son? Don't you have things to do other than trying to drag this woman publicly? You want to sue her? Fine. Sue her. But keep that shit. Keep your motherfucking mouth shut and keep that shit out the fucking press. But we also... Look quietly, like, nigga, because when you lose, you're going to look stupid. But we're not going to also act like Evelyn didn't also say that he was a pill popper. Um, okay. I'm not going to lie. I take any and everything that woman says with a grain of salt because the way in, in which her timing in which she says things, for me, has always been very questionable. Especially this last go round, where all of a sudden now she starts to identify herself as Afro Latina. Yeah, I'm not like I'm good. I don't. I take everything she says with a grain of salt. I mean, and I think it's always out of a convenience. Like it might be true, but it's still out of it. She said it a long time ago. She said it not long after they had split up. That a big part of the reason why they split up was because of his drug use, his pill popping, or whatever, whatever. She did say that. Then was that's what she said. And now Megan saying he'll pill pop too. And the thing is, I know a lot of niggas from, from Texas and a lot of them niggas do pop. Pop pills, yeah, no, no shame. 
And I mean, if you if you pop pills, you pop pills. This is what it is. But he got very hung up on her calling him a cokehead. He did like six lives talking about how he don't do coke and she need to her she need to check her fans while he tell who really be doing coke and all that stuff. And I'm like, at this point, everybody in the music industry be coke for real. So he gonna put he put his nose all up to the camera. So I ain't got them things in my nose like people who do coke. And it's like, nigga, what? Like, what nigga, are we talking shut about? Shut the fuck. <laughs> But see, like, this is the thing, though. This is your paranoia rearing up. Like, yeah, just throw it away. You, the all you had to do is keep your motherfucking mouth shut. Now you're just telling everybody your fucking business. It's like know? grown ass people who read books understand that you have to do massive amounts of coke to get those like coke sores. Like, there's He's a just lot trying of to, like prove that the, the truth isn't the truth. Yeah, uh, not having coke, so- coke sores in your nose don't mean that don't mean shit. Coke. A lot of people never get them. <laughs> Like actually just, your kind of erratic behavior that we're experiencing right now is kind of the opposite yeah like it's that you do something your behavior and then the excessive sweating says that you do some type of a drug something don't I mean, know what it is but I, I, you know in, in the opinion of something possible because i mean we all know megan the stallion drink a lot i, ain't I mean she's young but we know she likes to drink yeah. yeah, she's young. Well, she's no. in her twenties. Like, who did right at that point? Yeah, like she was. She twenty six, twenty seven. Something like that. Seven twenty eight. Now yeah. judging. However, um, I think people confuse alcoholism with liking to drink, and she's kind of at that yeah. point where it's just like, I am in my twenties. I like to drink. I have it under control. We don't know any stories or any like rumors. No, I mean, outside of her getting shot, which yeah. had nothing to do with her. She's clearly a, a young person living their life. Yeah. I mean, she got her degree on time. She, she's The bitch is working. She's showing up to work every day. She's working, showing responsibility. Yeah, she's fine. And that's not to say there's not a such thing as functional alcoholics, but I'm more likely to believe that he snorts coke than that she's an alcoholic. Also, yeah. if alcoholic, we wouldn't know. Because yeah. <laughs> being having personally been around like people who are functioning off of various substances, alcohol yeah. otherwise, it, it it gets out faster than 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 you would understand. And there, oh, yeah. it, someone, someone in her position, we definitely wouldn't know by now. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, she's photographed like all the time. And the thing is, she was stumbling around drunk like that. We will see a lot more photos of her because she's popular enough that paparazzi would look for her. Yeah. Because yeah, they could sell the photo to somebody. I mean, she's popular enough that TMZ is talking about her. So paparazzi would find her if they wanted to. And the fact that we, have never seen photos of her or videos of her stumbling out of places or sloppy drunk anywhere. No. They didn't even call Beyonce slipping. No. Well, that one time, yeah. That, one well, that time. wasn't her fault. <laughs> she just happened to be there. But it's like, we, I mean, we've seen, I've seen, we've seen one or two photos of Beyonce kind of like trashed and like slumped over in the back of the car. But they haven't even caught her like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she was a real, like, she had a real alcoholism problem, 
between, especially with all this shit going on with Tory Lanez and everybody's in her business. Yeah. We would have heard something by now. I will say, though, that um, unlike the men that are involved in these issues with Megan Thee Stallion, she has handled herself with truly, like, such grace, dignity, and, like, like foresight for her own career and like how things can be misconstrued or what have you. Yeah. Like she has been like, she's got it. That bitch got a good team around her now. Cause she's been pretty off. She's been pretty quiet about everything. Yeah. She's been ever since like, cause when she first started, it was like consistently on social media. Everybody saw everything. And I think, and I'm just saying, I'm see, I'm saying this from somebody who has lost a parent. I think with her losing her parents and her grandma so close together, or like you know, losing her parents so close together, she was particularly vulnerable because she lost her parents and they like exploded, right? Mm-hmm. And I think to an extent, there was like a looking for a level of love and support that she allowed a lot of people around her that shouldn't have been whether it's people that already knew her and kind of saw her trajectory and jumped on board or knew people, you know, whatever it was. I think it was a lot of people around her that shouldn't have been. And I think now she kind of understands a little better. And I said the same for Cardi B, kind of understands a little bit better how to navigate fame, although Cardi is still figuring it out because she still responds too much. But it's like, I think, this her getting with rock nation and getting a little bit a level of mentorship from jay-z and beyonce about how you have to move when you're in public has definitely been beneficial for her yeah definitely the one thing i will say about that and i'm not saying that like there is a one way or another way to go about but i do not I personally do not like the fact, and I'm going back to what we mentioned at the very beginning of the show when we talked about um, Katanji Brown Jackson, I'm going to say Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like when, when especially women of color, Black women especially, when they can and can't show emotion because emotion is human. We are all human. And yet, yeah. like, who's allowed to be human who's allowed to display that emotion and how and how black women especially are expected to always be strong to always to kind of always like dis- display publicly display this image of always being strong always being stoic you can have the whole world against you a parent can die a loved one can die you got all these people coming at you and you're just expected to be strong now maybe megan is that type of person where she can display that but what i personally do not like is kind of the expectation that like if she were to express any kind of emotion if she were to shed any tears or just kind of lash out or be angry or be this or be that just anything but what we expect from her then she would immediately get judged in a way that a white woman would not in a way not even a white woman but in a way that he needs to shut the fuck up too that's why i'm like no shout out to her because she's like all right th- we let the lawyers figure this shit out i'm gonna shut the fuck up and i'm gonna make my money carl's the one out here looking like a stupid bitch 
Complaining and complaining. Trying to show people his nose and shit. And 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 that's not fair. That is 100 percent not fair that the the black dude in this situation, not even the black dude, just the dude. Let's take race out of it. Just the dude in this situation can act like a bitch. Like he can act like a bitch if he wants to, and nobody will will give him that. But if if Megan or any black woman in that situation were to display that same kind of like vulnerability mm-hmm. and emotion, then there would be twice as much judgment, twice as much harshness, twice as much like everything, perception, all of that. And that's the part that I think is unfair. That's and like I said, maybe maybe Megan is stronger than what we perceive her to be. Maybe she is like you know she can handle all this i just think no it's not about not being it's not about being able to handle or not handle it it's about being able to not do it on social media you can scream and cry and rant and whatever in the privacy of your own home but the fact of the matter is is that you're a public facing person and unfortunately and when shit like this happens there's no reason for you to ever address it Mm -hmm. you let the lawyers do the talking and you can talk to your girlfriends you can talk to your family you can talk to your free you talk to whoever you want and I get you that. Keep that get shit that. off the internet. I just, I just don't like the fact that, like, if, if that's for everybody. That I mean, if a white woman were to have that, be in the same, still even had that protection, the lawyers and group chat, and if let's say they did and still had all of that and display that, they would not be judged as harsh. No, I, I hear you. No, they I won't. Completely agree with you. I do. Um, speaking of Evelyn Lozada, though. Which is she reposted on her stories. I don't care how much fun we have, and don't pull out no cocaine. And then she typed seriously <laughs> on it. She did say this nigga had a coke problem. She did. She said it. It was a thing that she said. <laughs> she literally just posted that. So I'm like, uh, you know that has arisen. I was actually waiting for her to have a response to the Royce Reed story. Not necessarily this. I don't know that any of them care that much about Royce Reed. I don't know, bitch. Remember Jackie's uh, Jackie's daughter's book? I didn't read that book. Bitch, it was a fine piece of nigger literature. <laughs> I was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> I said, <gasps> Jackie. <laughs> I didn't uh, read her book. Like, I didn't. And it was honestly, once that season was over, I forgot she even wrote a fucking book, honestly. So, I think that was like season six. That was the season that got me back into basketball. Yeah, life. once the season was over, I completely forgot about the book. So, <laughs> this, this story, it ain't got nothing to do with celebrities, but it chapped my ass. So, here we are. So, this 21-year-old girl in Georgia, I think. I think she's in Georgia. Or whatever. It doesn't matter where she is. But she tweeted at on um, March 21st at 12.30. She tweeted, if you ask me, I'm the best drunk driver ever. Oh, I know you tell me I saw that. At 12.47, she tweeted, why the cop pull me and he say I'm doing 110 in a 50? 
So then a reporter replied to that tweet and said she was pulled over on suspicion of drunk driving, but let go because the officer had an emergency call about a pedestrian on the highway. Moments after tweeting the below tweet, right before one o'clock, she ended up driving into the same officer, his colleague, and the pedestrian, killing all of them. Is this real or is this some like this is real. bullshit? This is real. This is a real story. Um, so then some rapper's baby mama, I don't even know, whatever. Wait, matter. okay, what is this about? Why are <laughs> I'm none of so, this is making sense? The 21 year old was bragging about being a great drunk driver, but then, yeah, but how do we get to a rapper's baby mama? I'm getting there, let me tell you. <laughs> This doesn't make sense. So I, I, I also missed this part. I know about the drunk driver, but right, I this is the part that annoyed me. But I had to tell the backstory to for this to make sense. So some rappers, but I guess the rapper's name is Polo G. I don't know who he is. I do not care who he is. He is not really germane to the story. But his baby mama was responding to the tweets about this situation. Why? Oh, I think I did see and a couple she of said, Y'all get on TikTok and brag about driving home drunk, singing home on the way to dick appointments, which don't even make no sense. But y'all use her tweet against her. LOL. That's, that's the thing other, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that could have been any other 21-year-old drunk on her way home. Raise your hand if you never done, if you never drove home drunk. Put that damn hand down. Nobody ever said the situation wasn't sad, but don't don't on here acting all high and mighty like that couldn't have been you. And this is why I got annoyed, right? Because it couldn't have been me. <laughs> like, no. First of all, but no, but no. But it's like, was she right in saying, <laughs> has almost everybody drove home under the influence of something? Or even if it wasn't like drunk, like I've never driven home drunk to the point I'm doing 110 and a 50. But I, I've never done more than 100. I have been, <laughs> I've never done 100. The fuck? I've never done more than 90. <laughs> I mean, I have. I have done 100, but I've it's never done 100. I'm a pretty with... cautious driver anyway, though. Like, I don't, I'm not like a due to speed limit. I'm just a cautious driver, but I also drive in New York. So it's it, hard to get the majority. Just speaking, having worked in this world before, it's very the vast majority of cars that the average American drives. It's hard to get it up to a hundred and ten. Yeah. It's hard to unless you are driving a performance car like an like M5 a, like or an MG. Car, yeah. Everybody is not driving an AMG. Everybody's not driving a Hellcat. Everybody's not driving an M5. Very few people drive those. I know we see Hellcats and shit like that all over Detroit media and stuff like that. Yeah. Crime movie. That's like 1% of the 1% of the population that drives mm -hmm. that. Your Ford Focus, your Kia, whatever, your Hyundai is not getting that I had that a Ford Focus, when I tell you to be 95 <laughs> and act like no. you don't want to speed so up. That, <laughs> The vast majority of us are not even even like the expensive shit, like the infinities and, and audience. Sorry, and stuff I had a poor like fusion, not a focus. And, ain't nobody regularly hitting a hundred. So if you hit a hundred and ten, that's a rarity. You gotta be pushing that motherfucker to hit a hundred and ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I mean, like brick plus your foot on the gas. Yeah, like you pushing that bitch to hit out of your hand. There was a governor with super open roads where you have the space. I was going to say open roads plus every most cars have a governor. So even if you push down, something is pushing back. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta be really hitting it to to be getting that far. And I don't know what kind of cars he was driving, but one ten is not the normal. It, it shows up on your speedometer because the number is but <laughs> but one ten is not the normal. Listen, this comes from a lifetime of driving plus a lifetime of like generations working in the auto plants and stuff Dang. like that. I'm telling you, it's just Dang. it's. <laughs> it, 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 certain circumstances drunkenness willpower a lot of stuff because even to get a to get a domestic car to get <laughs> most cars on the road to most cars domestic I you the work you gotta put in car. to get that bitch to hit 110 <laughs> this is why but i'm also very much so a firm believer that like cars that cars that aren't built specifically for racing on tracks or what have you should yeah. not be allowed to go higher than 80 miles an hour. That's, I mean, that's what, that's why a lot of cars have governors. A lot of yeah, cars do. have governors. Once right? you hit 80, it gets hard to push that gas. It's hard. No, but you like, shouldn't even be hard. able to you push have to it. You really work to get above 80. You shouldn't even be able to see that number to know that there's the possibility. It, that it, you do see there. the number. That's why it's, it, car, cars have governors. They have governors. But it's like you can see it, but it's like you have to really be committed to doing yeah, it. You know. Because it's so much work. <laughs> that's exactly it. No, you don't need it's that. It's so much work on your all you get is 80 max 80 but it's done. like that's so no, you can hit 90 no, i hit 90 but it takes skill to hit 90 i've been with niggas and they've hit 90 all the Detroit people know we hit 90, 95 on, on the lodge on, on a regular basis. Yes. On a regular basis from Elmhurst. Which to- let me say this to everyone who lives in the city <laughs> of Detroit. Detroit. The lodge is not the Autobahn. There is a Autobahn. I'm not I'm not defending nor co-signing. I will just I will I will cop the, to the fact that yes, I have gone above the legal limit on the lodge. Did it take me work to get there? Yes, it takes work to get there. But that is a skill that is learned. Either (laughs) that is a skill that is learned or that is is a skill that comes with a whole lot of willpower that is not natural to your body, which is alcohol. Yeah, and I do I've not. I've done ninety on the lodge in multiple people's cars, and it's like, yeah, like I'm going to die. This is how I die. Also, like I'm saying. Everybody has driven home in a state they shouldn't have. But what irritated me about these particular tweets is like she acted like, like the way these tweets came off is like we're supposed to act like she didn't kill three fucking people and not condemn her for her poor choices because we've all made bad choices. Yes, but I've driven home tipsy. I never drive home drunk. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. I do not drive home drunk. If I know I'm be drinking, I usually don't drive anyway. Yeah. Or if I do drink, I drink early. 
And like, I, I eat, I hydrate, I like I'll have at max two if I'm driving max. And then it's like water. And then I go get food. Even when I came out for your birthday, I had my two drinks. I had my water. I went and got my food and then I drove home. Like, and I let you go. I let you go because like I was in the state where it's just like, I knew you could get to where you were. Right. And like, so. I don't, if, if I'm driving, I max out at two drinks. Now, granted, this is me talking at my big age, but at 21, I didn't drive no goddamn where because I knew I was going to get trashed. <laughs> that was just it. Like, it's, it's, I get like you make poor choices when you're young. Yeah. yeah. But there is a level of personal responsibility because if you're old enough to have a driver's license, old enough to drink, you need to be responsible enough there's to be responsibility that comes with people at, yeah. at any generation or any age know that a vehicle is heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. It's, heavy, it's heavy machinery, it's robotics, it's a lot of things that heavy machinery does not operate on its own. It needs a human factor to it to control this piece of heavy yep. machinery. This is why you have to go through multiple driving tests to, to, to operate it. This is why they only do it at a certain age. And this is why they em- employ several factors of how you, what is legal and what is not legal to operate a piece of heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. No different than a forklift, no different from a crane, no different than anything that you get behind the wheel of, or you have to operate with levers or whatever having to do with it, because you can driving under the influence is under the influence. You can operate a crane under the influence. You can operate a forklift under the influence. If you are under the influence of something and you get behind whatever of a piece of heavy machinery, you are still a, at fault, whether it's a car or forklift or whatever. And they teach you this and they reinforce this. Mm-hmm. So this person who killed, unfortunately, three different people, they knew beforehand what the issue was. The fact that this person also tweeted several times recklessly bragging that they are bragging about, it, bragging about it. And it's not like this is a new issue. Drunk driving has been a thing since there have been cars and since there yeah. have been alcohol. Since so like, You used to get a bar in your car. Yeah, like... There, there, there were, there's a reason why we have seatbelts in cars. There's a reason why we have airbags in cars. Like, is, is there, there are safety measures put into place to prevent people that are going to go out and drink to mitigate the risk. But this, there is still personal accountability before, after all these measures were put into place to say that, like, y'all know good and well, you should not be operating heavy machinery when you are under the influence. And yeah. so this is where I cannot get behind whatever defense is coming out in this person especially when they are bragging about it now this is not to take away the, from the fact that like when we are younger or when we are new to whatever that we make mistakes right we we like i'm not gonna front like when i was in my, in my early 20s there was this very specific incident that i remember where i was a designated driver but i was not quite designated if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> I was in my 2000, year 2004 focus and every, there were, it only sees five people. And of the five, I had drank the less. However, I was 20, 19 or 20. I fell asleep behind the wheel, but we were at a red light on farm lane or one, one of the, one of the streets and the girl sitting at my, my girl, Angel, I haven't talked to her, but shout out to Angel. 
uh woke me up it's like don't follow sleep don't follow you gotta get a song you gotta get a song i literally fell asleep for 30 seconds i i was tipsy but i was not drunk but that stays with me that yeah. that stays with me because i had four other people in the car with me that if shit had gone left then that would have been on me and the right. thing is that usually the driver always survives yeah there was one that's the thing that's the thing and it's like i said it was a situation like like i remember uh, i remember it i remember angel waking me up clearly because that was the first time where the my drinking and my driving had intersected at that moment Uh and like i said i can i can honestly say i was not drunk but i was tipsy i was tipsy that was wrong I was nine, like I said, I was 19, 20, maybe 21 at that point, but I was the least drunk out of the five of us in that particular car. But like I said, one wrong move, that would have been on me. And I could not have lived with myself yeah. had shit gone wrong. So I I remember that. This is what, 17 years later? Like yeah. 17, 17 very long years of being <laughs> not here. very long. Okay, it's not very long, <laughs> but it, it, it's 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 still one of those things where I think about like if I'm at the bar or if I'm somewhere where there's alcohol and I I drove myself there or if I had to drive someone somewhere else, I always go back to that. I honestly do. I can I can say full wholeheartedly, I go back to that. Like I said, I wasn't drunk, but I was tipsy. But it was wrong. I fell asleep behind the wheel at a red light. My foot was on the brake, but I just dozed off for like literally. <laughs> I literally dozed off for 30 seconds, but what if my foot had come off the brake right. and hit it and ran into some oncoming traffic? You know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. that that that's the type of shit where it's just like my girl Angel who would have woke me up. Angel might not be here. My girl Veronica was in the back seat. Maybe maybe something could have happened to her. Like she's got a baby now. Well, no, the baby's a toddler now. But like you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's yeah. those little things where I just constantly think about. And that's what sort of lost on this whole situation. So I I didn't mean to go on a tangent like that. (laughs) No, I had a similar situation. It was me and three other people. We went out and I was drinking the least. But because the person who was supposed to be designated driver, because it was not supposed to be me, got (laughs) drunk. (laughs) Like they just kept drinking and got drunk. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah. And because I tend to drink the slowest, I had the least amount to drink. So it's like, but I had still had like four. So I wasn't drunk, but I wasn't sober. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just the most sober of Mm -hmm. the group. So I was like, well, fuck, let me pound this water back right quick to dry up. So I try and sober up because you know when you're 23, that shit makes sense. Like you gonna rinse the alcohol out your system. Shit like that makes sense when you're 23. Like it's so (laughs) I'm like, so I drive home, and it's good that we all live close to where we were. But I mean, I almost hit a parked car because I fucking dozed off. So it was like after that, I was like, never again. Will you catch me? Because I, everybody who know me know I'm quick to get my keys up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm quick to be like, I'm not going nowhere. Like, even when I come visit you, 
like I'll have my car outside and I'll be like, we can walk to the bar. <laughs> like it's, yeah. I just I don't do it. Like I just don't do it's it. Just, it's, just, it's just not worth it. It's also especially I, in the day and age of Uber and Lyft. I was gonna say, but I, I hate to say it, but it is kind of crucial. The superficiality of it. I do not want to go down as a drunk driver. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, like not, let me cancer, liver disease. Give, give, give me one of them. Like, do not do that. Bitch got drunk and crashed. The fuck? Like, Don't put that shit on me. I, I am not going out like that. Give me cancer. Mm-hmm. That shit is embarrassing. Don't put that Give me, yeah. give me old age. Give me Parkinson's. I'm not trying to speak none of that in existence. But, but I'll I take anything you. over but drunk driving. <laughs> drunk driving is embarrassing. That shit is Yo, embarrassing. So if you go to jail like for killing somebody because you was drunk is embarrassing. If you yes. die because you Don't were drunk and crashed like that. your shit, that shit is embarrassing. Like it's and did y'all, see, y'all saw the mugshot and the arrest pictures of old girl. Do not yeah. let me go out like that either. <laughs> like, I was literally crying on the news. Like, you wasn't bragging about being the best drunk driver do ever. Do not like, let what me. Are you doing here? I'm telling you, I will jump off Brooklyn Bridge before y'all let me go out like that. I'm serious. Like, do not let me go out like that. And, and people who drink, <laughs> they all know. That I'd be like, well, you can come stay here. Yeah, you can you can crash. Like I I always make space if you drink it with me. It's like it no. don't matter where I'm in. Like I went to when I went to Nashville, I you know, I went out with people there and we had drinks, but I forgot. Mama don't one of the people that was big oh. don't yeah. smoke weed. And I ordered a drink and she just got what I had, but what I had had a tincture in it. So it was she it was hitting her a little different. Oh, I was like, look, <laughs> if you a little rough. We can like exactly. my friend here can bring your car to the hotel and we you could just we could take an Uber and you can crash with me. Said she was good, she got home, said she was good, whatever, whatever. But it's still like I'm good for I'll get an Uber, y'all can come crash with me. That's the thing, I, it's like I'll you get just somebody need to, get to bring your car to you. <laughs> Yeah, like no, if no, if, if you are that desperate that you need to get, get home, then you shouldn't drink that much. Like or plan for an Uber or Lyft or plan yeah, to ride back with somebody. Because I, I told her I was like, like you have to know when to say no. I t- I told her I was like, look, I'm friends with the bartender. I give your keys to him. He'll bring the car when he gets done. Like he'll bring your car when he gets done. Just take the. Uber Shit, I wouldn't even trust that. Bar- these niggas, these bartenders be drunk as nah, fuck. No, I've known him leave for my ages. shit there. Now, nah, this is somebody I've known for like years. Like I've known him damn near as long as I've known you. Okay. So it's not he. He would bring the car to her. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's too many options for that shit. Don't and looking her. at this bitch, hold on. I'm trying to look at her. I'm trying to look at her social uh, media. She's got two Twitter pages, but don't have me out here. Yeah. Have me out here going out with natural causes, like right. <laughs> or some shit yeah. I couldn't control. Don't have me going. Like, don't put that I died because I was doing dumb shit. Like, it's... don't have me. Don't have no bartender at the bar talking about what he was out here. <laughs> like what? Uh, get get Based my, on her Instagram. Get, get my loved ones to talk about me. Talk about right. how good of a person I was. How much whatever I gave. Don't have me out here when he was at so and so. But doing he be at the bar every Friday, just trash. Like, what are we doing here? That's the last thing you got on me. Don't just just don't put it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Based on this little girl's photo, she could have afforded to catch an Uber or Lyft. 
Exactly. That's, that's, exactly. That's, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. You could have left your car. They didn't have Uber and Lyft when I was out there. No, I but they out. did have Checker Cab. Child, we didn't have no money for no big daddy taxi. <laughs> 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 big daddy That's a number that never leave you. The privilege of being a marginalized student at a PWI with a vehicle of my own? Listen, that, that raised my status level up. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> Barely, barely. That was a 2004 focus. That was for as cheapest thing they had at the time. Uh-uh. Was, and I only got it because my that was my mom's car first, and she got a new car, and she mm-hmm. gave that car. I don't even think that bitch was paid off. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, exactly. Uh, and that was my favorite car too. I'm so mad it stopped working one day. I had to give it up, but that was my favorite car. Anyway. Yeah, I had my Fusion forever and a day. We only sold it because we moved here just to come here and buy because uh, I had to get a mom car. <laughs> Speaking of mom cars, when I came for your damn birthday, this is a whole ass tangent, but I never got to tell you this story. So when I got, when we get, went to the garage and I got my damn car, it smelled like cheap perfume. I was like, what the fuck is going on in here? What? This nigga that had a whole bitch in my car. <laughs> Who? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know what I wear, and it ain't this Bath and Body Works bullshit I'm smelling right now. <laughs> he done had a whole bitch in my car. Like, it was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I, was I mean, tired to go off, so I just went home. <laughs> at least it didn't smell, at least it didn't smell bad. I mean, the thing is, if they was fucking, I don't know. But oh, that it no, was we draw definitely a, line. a woman in my car. Because <laughs> it definitely smelled like cucumber melon. I was like, I ain't worn this shit since I was like 15. So I know it ain't me. <laughs> that was a night to remember. Just same tangent. Because my friend Nick, who you, my friend Nick, who you met. Yeah. But we go back to that night because he, he met the other side of me, right? So <laughs> <laughs> he met some of my, my other friends that he that he had not met yet, but he had fun. He had fun. And he's been trying to get us all together in, in one in one place. At the he same was time. the one that went to the bodega with me, right? Yeah, we all went to that. That was gonna that say, random that was, Caribbean the dude. That was a night to remember. I had the turkey on the bagel at like two in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Before we get, like, we turkey was... <laughs> and at the bodega at like two in the fucking morning. The random Caribbean dude kept calling me big leg girl. I was like, <laughs> but like hitting on him at the same time. So I was like, what do you want? I'm confused. <laughs> the funny part was it was something where where but all three of y'all you did nick did and tyrus did because i fell asleep at some point between the bodega trip and the next gay bar trip because (laughs) i do not there was a third there was a second or third gay bar in there that i did not remember that we went to i was gone by then you was gone by (laughs) then so you was gone but and this is this is why you should not drive drunk because I'm so glad we took Ubers because I did not remember that we went to another bar after we left that bar 
And it wasn't until both Nick and Tyrus told me that was like, did you know that we went to um, we went to the Rosemount? Um, and I was mm-hmm. like, we did? We did. Because <laughs> I forgot that I fell asleep in the Uber twice in between two trips, but also that there was like a, another another outing after that. And then I went home. Well, and we went to the bodega and got food. I was like, <laughs> I know what type of night they trying to have, and I got to get back to Queens. So let me tap out right the fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's, no, it's no easy route between Brooklyn and Queens. It's no and like. The thing is, it's like for me to get back home, I have to take the Jackie Robinson. And again, there's about seven people that's going to get this. The Jackie Robinson is like, it's a little ass two lane highway that has a cement wall on both fucking sides. So if you slightly lose control, you fucking the whole shit up. It's so intimidating. There's no lie. And it curves. There's no 75 where it's like a multi-lane straight highway. It's a two-lane highway that twists and turns. Twists and turns all over the place. There's big-ass cement walls. At one point, when when you cross over into Queens, it becomes a super narrow, like you go under a bridge, so it gets hella narrow. And then at the end, because I got to go all the way to the end to get to Grand Central so I can come home. It's all construction. So oh, I took all that, shit is I, fucked up. Like I was like, I need, I can't, I can't be. I took that Jackie Rob- I took that Jackie Robinson from Flushing back to Brooklyn, and I yeah. it was, I was it was me and my mom. We got lost. my route. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally it's nothing that, like it. It's not like Brooklyn. That's because I basically like I'm I'm just past. Like I'm not that far past Flushing. It takes me like ten minutes to get to Flushing from where I live so from that's you literally took my route to Brooklyn and now you see why I don't drive to Brooklyn exactly, at all exactly. like, I couldn't you know anywhere else you go in the country it's like oh it's a straight shot just take x to x you know just take x to y and you be there okay fine not here not no because <laughs> that or you try to take a bridge but if you're drunk is that better like I- no, that's what I mean. I mean, not, not I'm not condoning it, but like I, you cannot drive under the influence of any substance here. Cause no, fuck no. It's 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 too many. You will die. I don't get how people do it. I truly don't understand um, how people do it. You won't die. You your phones real quick. You will get lost. You will you will get so lost because all the highways and byways be going everywhere. It's just like East Eastern Parkway goes through. Aaron, all- check I your phone real quick. You. No, I hate you. <laughs> check your phone real quick. It's over Twitter right now. <laughs> i'm not trying to i'm not trying to end up lost in like a brownsville or east new york which is right by where i live one wrong turn and you really live in the hood where 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 i stay i'm not trying to do all that like i'm just not <laughs> Shit, the thing is over here these niggas can't drive so they be running into each other on a regular basis i hate you for that you're annoying. <laughs> I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> Trump her Twitter account. These things this are is, in the comments. This is just subject into something. And he's ignorant. But anyway, that's all I got for the pop culture bullshit. It, you know, whatever. That's all I got. So um, how are you feeling, Aaron? How am I feeling? Um, I I am still like we talked about the beginning of the show with the whole because this is my day job um 
you know, pushes me into this realm. But just the past few days of watching the Supreme Court hearings to confirm uh, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, mm -hmm. uh, the repeated, because uh, she has to be confirmed by the Senate. Uh, all but Cory Booker and uh, what's his name? Cory Booker, a Democrat, the Republican Black Senator from South Carolina. They are the only two Black people in the whole Senate. Everybody else is white or white passing. And when I say white passing, I'm specifically talking about Ted Cruz from Texas. Yeah. Uh, to watch. Yeah. To is that what you Stop it. <laughs> Alleged. <laughs> That Alleged. nigga's a Zodiac killer. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. That nigga's a Zodiac killer. <laughs> to, watch a, to watch this particular Black woman be subject to these kind of questions. Now, I want to preface this by saying that, like, I, I ain't that smart. Like, I consider myself to be smart and knowledgeable about a lot of subjects, but, to, but it gives me pride to see a black woman just kind of ably just rattle off because she's had to talk about legal cases and precedents, not just like, you know, so-and-so versus so-and-so, but to cite Supreme, Supreme Court rulings, to cite judicial court rulings, like at every single level, level to kind of just recite that off the top of your head. I am prideful that I see a fellow black person doing that, but I'm also envious. That's like, well, damn, bitch, you smart. Like, 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 I can't, like, like damn, like, I, I, I cannot, like, I can't, like, like, how, like, you know, whatever. So there's that. But also because of that level of, of achievement, intelligence, and intellectualism that she still has, to, like, Granted, you do have to go through a job interview. You are subject to tough questions, as we all should when you go through a job interview. Like, if you want the job, you got you to gotta step it up. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the questions that were coming at her belittled all, all that she had accomplished, that belittled, like, like, you know, you can still go above and beyond. The thing about those hearings is that she checks every box on both sides, Republican or Democrat, in terms of like she is a public servant serving the country, serving the United States, and she loves the Constitution and all the amendments and so on and so forth that have that this country is built on. By all means, she is a loyalist. She is a patriot and all of that. Um, maybe she doesn't land on the side that some people want her to land on, but if we are measuring someone who is being appointed to be a public service of a servant of this country that interprets the constitution as, as it was written by white men who founded this country, then she checks that box. And yet it's still not enough. It's still not enough for all these dudes that keep questioning her. That sort of resonated. I mean, with that is the truth though. Like this is the most reasonable candidate that they could have gotten. It's, and, and, and it's just like other, like, I hate to say it, but it's like, it's other white dudes that are like co-signing her. It's just like, what else do you want? Right. You know, like what, like what, what more? And that just kind of resonated with me who has been in those spaces where it's just like, I'm giving y'all everything y'all ask for. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving y'all everything y'all ask for. The thing I appreciate about her and I think a lot of black, black people have to deal with is giving y'all everything y'all asked for and still remaining true to myself. Like, 
she has given y'all everything, but she has still not sold out or betrayed her own people, right? Mm-hmm. She, has, she has fully acknowledged like who she is, who her parents are, what shoulders she stand on, what footsteps she walking in and all of that. I appreciate that. And I think a lot of Black people, wherever they are, can resonate with that in terms of like, look, I am giving y'all everything y'all need. I am walking two paths here. I am acknowledging who I am, where I come from, who raised me, what type of environment I have been in, and I'm not denying any of that, nor am I willing to sell out any of who I am to be who you want me to be. But at the same time, I'm still giving y'all motherfuckers everything you need. Like, what else, yeah. do you, what else do you want? And so I am just, if you ask me how I'm doing emotionally, emotionally, like, I'm just frustrated. Like, it's just like, it's just never going to be enough for people in her position to be like, I, I am who I am. Y'all see, y'all see the natural hair. Y'all see all this. And I'm still, I'm still playing the white man's game. Like, and is it y'all still not giving me this? Like, y'all still not like, like I've gotten all A's 4.0, whatever, whatever y'all need me to do. I've done that. And it's still not enough. Like that's, that makes me angry. That makes me frustrated. That gives me a level of, it just opens up a lot of wounds that I've tried to heal from and yada, yada, yada. Like that's just where I am at emotionally. Like I, I, I empathize with her. Um, I will not say that I have been in her position exactly. I don't think anybody has because she's the first black woman to, to make it to this yeah. particular threshold, right? Yeah. But I, I certainly empathize. I, and I think a lot of black people em- empathize with the fact that it's just like, I am doing everything that is expected of me from two sides. Like, you know, versus like a Clarence Thomas, hate to say it, but like, you know, Clarence Thomas. I mean, no. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas played by him. Yeah, he played the white man's game while selling out the black person. You got somebody, you got a black Supreme Court justice like a Thurgood Marshall who has done both, who has like, I yes, I have to play this white man's game to succeed because this is the country of built on, but I have also not sold out my own people. And it's just like, I appreciate the fact that like we have we as black people has accepted her, but she's still like doing all this stuff that like is can go either way in our community. Like because she's she has acknowledged that she has family as police officer. She has acknowledged that like you know she's had to be a prosecutor and all, all these types of things that can go she's either way. But she's still true. She's, she's still, a moderate, and all of this is nothing more than just the the same political theater and fodder. That's really it. And, and it's just frustrating that it's just like, dog, she she did everything that y'all wanted. Somebody she's the do. best candidate. Truly, she, she is, is the best candidate the best that Biden could have presented. Y'all are just on the bench right now. Y'all are just picking her apart because like, if it was a white woman, y'all would have been like, okay, fine. And I've been seeing a lot of people bringing up the fact that a large number of Democrats voted against Clarence Thomas. Well, this is what racism really looks like. And it's like, no, this is what party lines look like. Because what we're not about to do is act like, because I don't understand why niggas cake for for Clarence Thomas, same way I don't understand why they cake for Bill Cosby. Neither one of them niggas like y'all. Period. They don't. Yeah, no. In real life. But then bigger than that, we're not going to act like Clarence Thomas has done anything for Black people. Yet, no. Because it's like, I'm not capable for no judge. 
first of all, because I guarantee any judge that I go through their record, I can find something I don't agree with. Yeah, I'm not yeah. taking for anybody who works within a justice system that I feel like doesn't work and needs to be reformed. Therefore, you're not going to see me send on any soapbox for any justice, period, because I don't think the system works anyway. And I think anybody who works within it is contributing to the corruption. But that is my personal opinion. Now, <laughs> with that being said, we're not going to act like Clarence Thomas would spit on any one of you niggas that's on fire, let alone do anything to partly benefit y'all. He was, what, what y'all keep trying to say is racism was literally party lines. Yeah, I'm sure there was some racist questions asked because those dog whistles never are quiet. Races are going to be racist. White people are going to be white. You know what I'm saying? They're always going to ask racist ass questions. But Republican Black people get a whole lot less than Democratic Black people or moderate Black people. Yeah. So you're not going to get it in the same way. She is a judge who, at a school that she's a board member of has a a children's book which it just annoyed me they spent so much time talking about this goddamn book but this children's book that talks about critical race theory Clarence Thomas would never like oh. let's just let's just be honest he would never but it's well I mean he can't now because he's in the hospital is he I don't want yeah he he got COVID. I didn't know that no, he yeah. got COVID last week and he's been in the hospital ever since. And when I tell you this nigga is blocked, like I have my shit filtered. Yeah, no, I treat him like related to him. I did not know that. No, he is, uh, to everyone's knowledge, still hospitalized and he is an older person. Yeah. Uh, I do not know. I, I, I don't think live forever, though. So I don't know. But I could imagine that he did probably might not have. I'm not going to speculate if he has or has not, but being that many people on his yeah. side of thinking did not, it's, it's not yeah, out of the realm of possibility. It's not out the realm of possibility, that's all I'll say. No. But, yeah, no. No, I did not know that. Because I have been um, purposely avoiding this filter. confirmation hearing. Usually, typically, I would sit down and watch. It um, is very but hard. I was it is purposely ignoring it for that very specific reason. I haven't. Um, I already knew what the fuck it was going to be. I already but knew what the fuck was going to happen. I and watched the. I watched the Brett Kavanaugh. The, he's the white dude. I didn't. Yeah. Watch, you know, I didn't watch uh, Amy Barnett's one, but I watched Brett Amy Kavanaugh. Barnett's. I watched parts of. Um, I watched Kavanaugh. Brett. I watched some of Brett Kavanaugh. I watched some of the. I never watched all of any of them. But the reason why I turn them on from here and there is because, you know, well, you need to stay with, informed. Like that's well, really good. That, but I also sit down with my oldest, and because she's really interested in like the news and kind of how stuff works, and like me, she sat with me and watched the insurrection footage because we were we were actually just going to watch the confirmation of the vote because she yeah. wanted to see how that worked. We yeah. didn't know it was going to turn into all this. But because no, nobody did. <laughs> she's interested in all of that. We sit and we watch it. Like, she's a, she's eight, but she likes to listen to, like, business podcasts and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I tune in a lot more because of her than I would on my own. You know what I'm saying? 
Because yeah. before I had her, I never watched a Senate confirmation hearing. And I can say I always, it. like, tried to keep up with stuff like that. Even I always knew what was going on, um, but I but... knew it in highlights. I never sat and watched any of that shit. Here and there, well, take that back. Because I would sit and watch CNBC. So I would watch some of it, but yeah. never enough to say this person did X and this person did Y. You know what I'm saying? Like, never like that. It was always like, oh, I heard that, but I don't know who said it because it's another room. Yeah, I always, as a kid, was watching, like, I was always, as a kid, watching local government and C-SPAN and state government. I did um, My parents always felt like it was important to, like, have an idea to, that you even knew that this existed, let alone actually sat and watched it. And so watching these, like, I already knew that this was going to be reliving some aspects of trauma in my own like professional and in career shit mm -hmm. that I did not want to have to live through especially not through this woman who has worked her ass off despite what her politics and positions may be for something that really is like monumental to just mm -hmm. be degraded like I wasn't gonna do it yeah. and we all knew we like every last one of us every last one of us yeah. knew that that's exactly what the fuck it was going to be yeah we knew what we was walking into it was it is uh, it was going to be what it was going to be and i mean i definitely say what's around it. i definitely say as a black woman watching some of this has been triggering for me um because even though not on the same i can't even say that on the same scale but not in the same like my job wasn't of the same level of importance, but I've dealt with the exact same shit. You know yeah, I mean? no, we all have. And it's we like, all definitely have. Between the being passed over repeatedly, even though I was more than qualified, and then the asinine question, like I've dealt with a lot of that shit in the same, you know, in the capacity that I work in now. And even the job I have now, while I love it, I definitely recognize the microaggressions because I'm working with a lot of people who are, most of them are white, but they almost all live in Europe somewhere. Yeah, they have the no understanding. That their whole life experience is also very white. Yeah. You know what I'm they saying? Have no so understanding. A lot of, it's a lot of like correcting because I I'm not I don't let microaggressions pass. Fuck that shit. I correct you. I let them pass for long enough. I call that shit out and I correct it. So it's I do spend a lot of time correcting things, where it's like this is why you don't say that. Now yeah. while I'm not a person who believes in teaching adults for free. I am someone who believes that there's a respect level that we're going to maintain. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'll correct your shit real fast. But watching this has been interesting, especially with a situation that we're dealing with at her school. Well, here, let's get into that. How are you feeling, Siobhan? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So there is a situation that we're dealing with at her school. I had to have a 20-minute 20, 20 conversation with her teacher today because, really because another parent is being dramatic as fuck, but y'all can see, y'all can tell me if I'm taking this too lightly. There was a, 
a girl of another ethnicity, I'm not going to say her ethnicity because it doesn't really matter, but there's a girl of another ethnicity at her school and they're friends. A non-black girl. She's non-black, yes. And they're friends. They're they're good friends. She talks about this girl all the fucking time. Um, they she the uh, the the non-black girl brought her lunch to school yesterday. My kid asked what she was eating. She told her what she was eating. It's something that my kid has had before and doesn't really like. So my kids ate. So she says, oh, that's trash to the girl who she who's her friend, right? The girl apparently, she my daughter, now I'm telling you the story that I got from my daughter. She said that the girl told her she was mad at her for calling her lunch trash, which makes sense because they're eight. And, you know. Yeah. So apparently it's a, later in the day, the girl told her mom about the interaction. Which, fine, understandable. You know, that's some shit that I would expect my kid to tell me, right? Yeah. The mom then goes to school today, talks to my kid's teacher and someone else in the office and says that my kid is like racially intimidating her daughter and making culturally insensitive remarks and shit like that. So I had to have a 20 minute conversation with her teacher because I'm like, what the fuck? They're fucking eight. Like they're eight. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Like she, I was like, I said, what did the kid have? Now the child told my kid that she had a burrito, which my kid doesn't like. I was like, what did she actually have? And they told me what she actually had. And I'm like, well, I mean, she doesn't like that. And since she's eight, it makes sense that she would say that's trash because she doesn't yeah. fucking like it. This is just a, this is an issue of a miscommunication. It's like, like that's really it. It's it's that. And I and I talked to my child and I told her, this is why you don't say everything you think, right? Yeah. But what I'm annoyed by is for this parent to go and say that my child is like race is like being racist and bullying her based on her ethnicity. It's like, bitch, you're doing a lot over two kids having a fucking conversation. It's not like she said, go back to your country or no other wild ass shit like that. She said that's trash because it's something that she's had and does not like. That's it. So to escalate it to that point that I got to have this long ass conversation with the teacher is actually very, very annoying and very irritating. It's very much like, what is your purpose in this? I understand. I understand having the teacher as a mediator saying like, hey, this is how my child is feeling. No, no, no. Having her as a mediator is fine to say that my child's feelings was hurt because this kid said that. That's exactly it. Sure, that's fine. But when you you don't know the context in which this was said. You're calling my child a racist. That's why, yeah. You need to ask like, hey, so this is the situation. What's going on? Intimidating your kid based on her ethnicity. That's a whole different level that it didn't even have to go to because they're fucking eight yeah like and, aren't, and like, they're also friends and they're friends i know what as much as my kid talks about this little girl i know she's heard about my kid before they're fucking friends yeah 
this is just a simple, this is just truly a simple mis miscommunication and a misunderstanding of context. It's like, and I've had this before, I don't like it. That's it. Like, that's how kids talk. I mean, I'm 36 and I talk that way. So, yeah. That's how people in general talk, really, because it's like, if you don't like some shit, what you gonna say? Oh my God, that is trash. Like, it's yeah. like, because you're gonna quick to say, I don't like this, whatever, however you express that. But for you to jump to racism, that speaks more about much. than these children. Yeah, that that's that seems that seems very that's it that seems like a very it's a reaction versus a response. Exactly. It's a reaction based on what you've been through and not a response to the actual situation at hand. Well, was the teacher able to help mediate it? The teacher did mediate it. The teacher did great as far as, because I never talked to this girl's parent. The teacher did talk her down, but I feel like this is going to come up again. But I was annoyed by the implication that my child's a racist. Yeah. Because it's like, one, she's eight. What the fuck would she know about that? Like, y'all never seen that from me. Y'all never, like, y'all, anybody who know me know I don't even operate like that. So to jump to oh this child this fucking third grader is a racist and she's bullying my kid based on it's like this speaks to you and your undealt with trauma don't put that shit on my kid yeah i mean outside of that everything else is normal it's like that but that literally just happened right before we started all of this so i was so annoyed when we started (laughs) this because of that is that why you're like, I gotta go yell at my kid? No, I had to yell at her for other shit. That ain't oh. had shit to do with that because I didn't yell at her about that. I just talked to her about the importance of choosing your words carefully and that kind of shit. Yeah. Because I, I had to explain to her that I was like, the thing about perception is it comes from what people have experienced. So you may not have meant it that way, but once they hear it, it doesn't matter how you meant it. Yeah. That was just a conversation with that. But no, it was, I had to yell at her for whole, whole different other eight year old shit. <laughs> like this morning she decided to feed her sister a muffin that she found in her backpack and I don't know how long it's been there I turned around I was like what the fuck she get this muffin what is this what is happening <laughs> that is what kids do but the baby promptly threw up behind it <laughs> <laughs> that is and also so I had what to come home and change do. her clothes it was a whole fucking mess <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I am, I'm having moments of, um, anxiety. Um, I'm trying to silence the conversation of my inner saboteur and it has been very difficult. Um, I'm questioning many things that, especially like with this new transition happening in my life, um, I'm questioning many things and there is this level of self-doubt that um, rears its nasty, ugly head. So I've been trying desperately to um, stay focused and to subdue that as much as humanly possible. Um, I've been trying to maintain like a lot of peace, even with people that I thoroughly, excuse me, 
particularly do not like, um, that I'm disgusted by, people that I don't believe deserve the gift of clean water, let alone air or the gift oh of Oh my life. God. <laughs> <laughs> I am still maintaining a level of just kind of calmness and peace because right now I need calmness and peace. But the fact that um, you said this bitch deserved to choke and die of thirst <laughs> is like... <laughs> I didn't say die of thirst. I said didn't deserve clean water. Okay, die of <laughs> sepsis because you're drinking dirty ass water. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just trying to like, I'm trying my best to like maintain peace and to stay on task. Um, like many, like many, many things, many things, a lot of questions. Um. I kind of had like the past two days, like having any kind of like finalizing conversation has hit me as a little bit of a panic. Um, like like breathing heavy panic. They're like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you sounded like Britney Spears. I'm a slave for you. You did. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nigga, I, I feel like I feel like Britney Spears when she was first released from the conservatorship. I feel unhinged. Mm-mm. But I know that um I know that like as I just I know for a fact because I would not have been here without it, that as I grow older and move through life, that God has always had me and God has always been on my side. Um my existence right now is like actual proof of it. Um, the fact that I have been able to navigate things here in a slightly unique fashion that other people um, don't necessarily get the privilege to, and there is a, there is a privilege also attached to that, mm-hmm. is proof of it. Um, I'm just kind of feeling real wild, feeling real nervous, um, telling myself that that nervous energy is actually just excitement. But even that is like, even that I find myself telling me like, like get out of here with that Yala Van Zandt bullshit. If that's the kind of shit you're gonna tell yourself, nigga, go outside and dig a hole and cry into it right now and get the fuck over it. Like I'm having this like <laughs> total I mean, fucking eternal war. Leaving everything you know though. Cause I, I know it's just, it's just like terrifying. And it makes me feel like a punk. It's like you're 36 and you're feeling this way. Like this is foolish. Like how dumb Not are you? But like, that's that inner saboteur like rearing its head. Yeah, no, I but get it. She just is there. Because I mean, we both went through it when we left literally everything we know and went to a whole different place. Cause it's like that feeling of starting over, especially as you get older. <sighs> it feels like a cult. Fuck. But, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. I I so I'm deciding to do like smaller trimmings of all of my plants, like little mini ones for travel mm. purposes and get rid of the big ones. Um, and even in the process of doing that earlier today, I was like, <laughs> oh God, oh God. Okay, these plants, how are we going to get these plants? Like I'm trying desperately. Ones, I want them. I'll keep them in my house. You can. Oh no, them. I'm not bringing them at all. I am downsized. Bitch, I'll everything. come get them. I'll, you could come visit them in my house. I want no, the I'm plants. giving them to my girl, Stephanie. <laughs> no, <laughs> she already asked. I'm not. <laughs> she already asked for I'm them. not collecting anymore because 
okay so this is the other part of why i've been so like stressed and irritated and not talking to people i'm house hunting okay so i'm y'all know i have the house in cincinnati i'm selling it and then we're gonna buy a new house in the new york metro area oh work good so i'm selling that one to buy a new one and so i'm house hunting and it has been incredibly stressful because i don't know where we want to live where i want to live and where i want the kids to be and so with house hunting it's like looking at school districts and what does the commute to the city look like in case i have to come yeah. into the office and what the you know like so it's what does taxes look like? And it's been a lot of, it's been house hunting. I found the wild part is I found the house I wanted in my budget, everything else, but somebody put an offer on it the day after I found it. I didn't even get a chance to go see it. That's not about right. But I would say and, still stick around though because that offer can get pulled. Oh yeah, no, I still have it saved. They're still yeah. taking backup offers. It is what it is. But the way I see it is like my timeline has me settling into my home in March of next year. Okay, good. I'm just hoping that like March of next year, I would just be settled, period. Yeah. Oh, I've had to have some like really weird and kind of rough conversations, rough conversations too. Mm -hmm. Not like rough, rough, but... Um, just these weird like everybody's having these weird deeply emotional conversations with me as if like yeah. it's like they're speaking to me as if i'm dying like you're <laughs> i went through that when i moved you know, oh like everybody was talking, like i'm gonna die in two weeks and it's like bitch i'm just yeah. moving like, like, oh my like, god i'm gonna miss you so much i love it. it's like i'm not dying i'm just moving my mm -hmm. god so it's been a lot of that it's been a lot of that um but i think as the end of the day um, like I know I'm blessed and I'm blessed in a way that many other people aren't mm -hmm. and I've been blessed with gifts and talents that many other people haven't and I've also been for whatever reason blessing gift gifted with a, a way to present myself um, kind present myself but be able to mold that into the environment in which I have to present myself which is also something that most people just don't have like that is a trauma response that has served me very well mm -hmm. um so I'm just praying I've been up I've been having trouble sleeping too so I at like four o'clock in the morning I'll get up and be like well I guess I'm playing Mario Kart for the next two hours yeah. <laughs> so a bitch has been mopping the fucking floor at Mario Kart that is my me. little one is in sleep regression <laughs> Wait, what were you about to say, Aaron? No, I'll be at 4 o'clock in the morning watching TikTok. Nigga. <laughs> I'll be up at 4 in the morning, but it's because my little one is in sleep regression. So at like 2.33, I'll get a knock at my door, and it's like, Mom? <laughs> and then she comes in. She's like, what you doing? Sleeping, nigga. Why did you sleep? No, that little girl just worked the third shift. That's all. So she jumps up in the bed and she wants to play. And then she's like, Paw Patrol. I'm not, I'm not watching Paw Patrol. No, <laughs> girl, go not. to bed. So call your ass into that bed. Patrol your room. The, it usually ends up the second half of the night. She's in the bed with me. And she usually ends up sleeping with me for the second half of the night. So it's like, it's a lot happening over here. 
Hopefully, um, we're coming out of sleep regression soon, and I can get a full night's sleep again. Hope well. We'll see. She might just be a natural life night owl. And that's fine. Just keep your ass in your room. But, <laughs> but the because like I walked. Was it two days? Two days ago, I got up to go pee at like two in the morning, and I get halfway down the hall and I'm hearing toys. What the fuck is going on? This motherfucker is back there, literally sitting at her little desk, like doing whole ass activities at two in the morning. I was like, it is get in the fucking bed, bro. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's a mess over here. This shit is ghetto over here. Like, I don't think I understand. It's ghetto. <laughs> but I guess on that note, my ghetto ass house. I guess we're done. <laughs> Cause it's just it's just ghetto. It's so ghetto over here. It's ridiculous. Like we're damn near congressional over this motherfucker. The way shit's working over here. <laughs> I guess we're done. You got any last words, thoughts, feelings, things you need to say? No, you're good. Oh, what do I have to say? Don't drink and drive. <laughs> that's all I got. That is it right there. Don't drink don't drink and drive. And well, don't tell nobody that you are a champion drunk driver. Yeah, don't tweet about it. Shit. Don't drink. Okay, two things. Two two things. Don't drink and drive. Unfortunately, the way our society is set up, that you may find yourself in a situation where you have one route to get home, and you may be under the influence minimize how much influence you are under i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know how better to say that but but no i get it and get if it. for whatever reason you can't minimize the influence don't tell nobody that you under the influence that's it that's it that's it it's don't just like, tell nobody. keep it to yourself because that's i mean it's just literally something that you should not be bragging about not at all like it's it's ridiculous it's terrible decision making it doesn't to it's it's really quite awful. So the fact that you would even brag is weird, but you know. But with that, it is getting late. It is very, very late at night here. So I need to go to bed. <laughs> um Dang. we appreciate y'all. Like, share, subscribe, comment, do all the things that you do when you listen to this. Tell your friends, tell your friends, friends, tell your mama, tell your grandma. Don't tell your mama and grandma because we be cussing and shit. But, you know, tell people that you know. So come listen to us because we be having fun up here. On that note, bye, y'all. Good night, y'all. See y'all next week.